Hi, this is Amita Switlow. Off, it's not often I get to be in the field and meet our volunteers from all over the world uh, that are doing incredible work. And I'm in Jambiani at a place called the Jambiani Tourism Training Institute. And uh, the uh, acronym is JTTI. Yeah, JTTI. With a very accomplished volunteer that I've watched for a week now, Zina Heitman. Welcome, uh, welcome to QSOVSO. Thank you. Um, Zina, you came uh, to Zanzibar from where? Um, I came from England. Originally, I'm from Germany, but I applied um, for VSO UK. Um, so I came from England, from Great Britain. And that was um, uh, beginning of September. And what did you study before you came here? Um, I studied. Well, my study background is um, in tourism, um, tourism management, which I started in Germany um, the first two years, and then I moved to the UK to finish my studies, where I did the bachelor, the third-year bachelor degree, then I stayed to do my master's, and the last four years I was teaching, five years actually, I was teaching um, uh, tourism and hospitality management as a lecturer at three different universities in the UK. Wow. Yeah. So got your masters, you're out there in the working world, what makes Zena decide to volunteer her time to do something in another world, part of the world? Um, there were various factors. Um, it was, um, I've always enjoyed the idea, I always, I always wanted to do something in humanitarian and international development. I've always been interested in that, but I never studied, I never focused um, on that. Um, I sort of stumbled into tourism and hospitality. Um, but I've always wanted to do, A, I like traveling and I like to always meet new people, see new places and um, experience new cultures. Um, and then I also had this interest in doing something worthwhile, not just traveling, um, but doing something worthwhile while I'm um, out and about. And um, so I've always had an interest in that. And then also last year it was, I just got to a point in England with the studies I had sort of this three year dip in my organization I had done sort of for four or five years I had done the whole working full time working, working nine till five or um, different hours and I just um, decided to get out of the routine and do something different. Um, at the same time it was also a factor that my university that I was employed with they went through financial problems and there was a bit shaky atmosphere that university and I thought it was a good point at that point. It was sort of, I was a bit, um, and I, was, I was getting a bit frustrated with my work and I wanted to do something else and I also played the numbers game because I was 29, 28 turning 29 and I thought before I'm 30 I want to do something else. Well that's fantastic. So um, when you complete your work here, do you think that your service here will contribute to your furthering your career. For example, um, you've learned so much about tourism in, in a tropical country yeah. um, or in Tanzania. Yeah. I think that could be an asset, right? Yeah, um, definitely. I definitely think that it will be an asset. As of yet, I'm not quite sure what my plan is once I finish my service, but I thought if I go back to my previous teaching, being a lecturer at university, I definitely will have so much more knowledge that I can teach to other students, to UK students. Um, that will definitely help me. But it's also because I always had this interest in international de development and humanitarian development. 
um, that I think if I decide to change my career that this has given me um, a very good well, starting point so that I can develop now maybe a second career or a different career. That happens so that a lot. <laughs> so, uh, one of the things I say to people that study international development is that it's really important to have a foundation career yeah. and then take that career to international development and you're a very good example of that yeah. because now you can use the tools you have to take yeah. to take other places so speaking of tools I've watched you in the last week uh, share lots of skills and tools with students what are some of the courses you teach them um, I'm teaching um, as the only non-native speaker in this school I, spe um, I teach English as a second language um, to the year ones um, I'm also teaching front desk agent, i.e. reception, so mainly for hotels, obviously, um, to the, also to the year ones. Um, and the, with the second years, I'm teaching them bartending, a um, bit more detail about beverages and um, particular alcoholic beverages. And um, I'm also supervising the restaurant because the year twos are running the restaurant um, every afternoon, so two afternoons a week. Um, I'll basically there as the teacher, supervisor, um, manager restaurant and make sure that the students a do their job but also if there's anything coming up um, then sometimes we take that time to um, use it for some more, some more teaching. So they get a practical experience in it. What do you hope for the students? I've met some of them awfully bright. Yeah some of them some of them are just amazing and you yeah. can see that that a they have developed. I've only been here for three months and some of it I just know from what my, my colleagues and what Pat told me how they have developed but um, there is some um, in year two we have two students that absolutely stand out well three actually that stand out and you just think without this course they you wonder how much they would have developed or realize how much chances they have um, and but every single one of the students they show such good attitude and commitment and they are really hard working course there are some frustrations with it but they always come with teaching um, but these students I mean what we're hoping for the students um, is that they that they realize their potential and that they also manage to either get a higher paid um, middle management positions when they finish um, or that they find the capital to set up their own businesses and then become independent and to provide for themselves and maybe for their extended family as well that's wonderful and do you enjoy this beautiful I, I I have to tell everybody that's listening that that lapping sound in the back is this beautiful Indian Ocean there is a coral reef about maybe four miles away and we're sitting on the deck of this lovely um, house um, the surroundings got a good assignment the, 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 eh? the, I mean, I've always been saying I must have the best BSO placement in the world because this this surroundings is just amazing. I mean, I have to get used to the heat. I'm still trying to get used to the heat, in particular now that we have the summer with over 30 degrees every day. Um, but um, good thing is we always have this breeze. There's always a bit of wind. And basically we have the Indian Ocean as our backyard or front yard, yeah, whatever yeah. way you see it. Yeah. Um, and that's just beautiful. You just go through the gate and you're straight on the beach. So um, the, the other interesting thing about you is that there, you speak English fluently, you speak German, you do speak Spanish too, yes? Yep, I do. And now you're uh, learning to speak Swahili, mm. Kiswahili, huh? Yeah. So would you like to say something in Kiswahili? 
Um, I'll try. Yes. <laughs> okay. Um, my name is Zina Heitman. Um, I'm a Jambiani Tourism Training Institute. Kwa, um, Mama Pet na Alibaba. Um, I'm Nina Fundishi. Nina Fundisha. Um, Kingeresa. Na bartending. Na um, front desk agent. Jambiani Sana. So, Koheri, everyone from Zanzibar.